What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 54 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I analyze the Indian markets and as I have always said if you all are looking for more informational content, follow me on Instagram and follow me on Twitter at Indian Markets with KR and and Markets with KR respectively because that's where I share more informational stuff rather than analytical stuff. And I just thought I'd share that with you because uh there are a lot of people who are not regular in the market and who want to learn more who listen to this podcast so if things sound a bit fast for you you can always message me or uh, ideally you can just listen uh to what i have right now on my instagram uh i will be uploading a lot more in the future so uh with that out of the way as always i'm going to be talking about the general view of the market i'm going to be talking about nifty and its stocks and bank nifty and its stocks and not a lot of stocks just four stocks each and then finally i'll be talking about my trades for the day so um glad you were able to join me for this episode and uh, let's carry on all right so starting off with my general view of the market and The very first thing that I've written in my notes is random and the reason for that is because uh, the day was heavily influenced by news is what I felt especially because of Yes Bank and yes I'll be coming to Yes Bank later on I've got a very massive grin on my face uh, you will get to know why once I come to Bank Nifty and Nifty but uh, pretty much after the big movers were done with their moving that is when the indices also started moving and then the indices fizzled out so uh, looks like it was very news based and overall you know 33 points expiry 78 points expiry for bank nifty certainly not a lot uh, but the range was more the range was a bit more than that so you know it's excusable but in general it's it's really unusual that we've seen a 150 point move as a range uh, for or for expiries unusual in general last week it was more the day, the the week before that it wasn't more it was actually less than that it was 100 points if i remember correctly so looks like all of that is happening and i had mentioned previously uh, that this week expiry might be different it might either be positive or it might just go down yesterday i had mentioned that looks like it might just you know give us a mild positive move possibly uh, turns out that is what happened because i was i was torn between it either going down and filling that gap but more on that later in nifty's analysis uh also i i saw that ultratech cement went down a lot uh and then it, it recovered basically and another thing with ultratech cement that i noticed was its spreads slowly reduced and uh what what i'm talking about here is the bid ask spread so it looks like ultra tech cement has uh you know the liquidity for it is increasing and i've included it here in the general view because uh you know there is there's no separate section for ultra tech cement so i've just included it here and with that we come to an end for my general view again uh the market seem to be doing well it's it looks like they've recovered for, well I don't want to say recovered prematurely but it looks like they are recovering from that bad phase where they were not respecting any technical levels where they were not respecting um a lot of the indicators when they were not respecting general sentiment and logic so it looks like it's recovering from there 
now let us get on with nifty's analysis all right so starting off with nifty's analysis now i'll i'll give you my general view uh for nifty and by general view for nifty i mean whether i am expecting the index to fall or go up and yesterday's shooting star and today's uh, rather today's shooting star pattern and yesterday's hanging man pattern and the general price movement indicates that it is facing some resistance at higher levels and what this indicates is that it might just retrace a bit possibly till that 11700 level and from there we might see what happens so you know what 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 i can see on the chart is that uh, the 11900 levels were rejected and the 11800 levels are accepted for now but it really remains to be seen what happens tomorrow and the reason for that is because it was a pretty narrow day 33.35 points up for nifty closing at 11877.45 is not uh, something that one would expect from an expiry because i remember seeing a lot of people saying that hey 12000 levels might be touched this time clearly not and uh, it it was a pretty narrow move all in all but again expiries especially after uh two relatively positive moves uh, you can't really expect a lot so there is that that's that and in general i'm expecting nifty to possibly fill in that gap that it's created uh, by going down at least 100 points or so whether whether that happens tomorrow whether that happens next week not too sure but if it wants to sustain it can't have that open gap remaining because then it can just fill in that gap anytime randomly and that's not what i want also it's quite far away from its 8ma that it's 8 moving average on the daily chart and that is also not a good thing because it shows that it's somewhat in the air and it will eventually touch the 8ma sooner or later ideally it should be sooner because that means that it can jump uh, also sooner so that is my analysis on uh, what has happened and what i think might happen in terms of resistances it has resistances at approximately 11000 between 11060 11960 to 11980 of course that 12000 level is going to pose as a psychological resistance but that's about it on the monthly chart though and this is something that i had mentioned previously also in fact in yesterday's episode itself that 11945 looks like a resistance uh, because it was a previous high and turns out 11945 was the day's high so it looks like that resistance came into play a lot now if you look at the individual candlestick pattern of the day you'll see that it is almost a spinning top with uh you know with most of the bulk of the candle going downwards so that shows that it has a lot of uh, <clears throat> you know a lot of resistance up top a lot of resistance at the higher levels higher price levels which is generally not a good sign i mean logically also if you think about it if the higher levels are not getting sustained you can just say that you know, it's it's kind of obvious that it might just go down uh whether that happens or not really can't say but that is what the chart is indicating it also has open gap up so that is also somewhat iffy is what i feel so to sum up if it does want to fill in that gap expecting 11780 to 11700 levels at least uh if it wants to catch up to its ATMA it should nudge 11700 11710 levels at least once is what i feel 
Coming to the monthly chart, because of course, this is the month end, 31st and the expiry. Uh, coming to that, on the monthly chart again, 11,945 was a resistance. It was also a resistance for the day. Um, on the monthly chart, it looks like it might just kiss 11,600 levels because that is where the 8 moving average is at. And while it is above the 8ME for now, there really isn't a lot that's stopping it from just touching 8ME again and then going up because it has an entire month to do so. With that being said, there is, I feel there is a possibility that we see at least an attempted 12,000 level soon because it is very close. It's it's just 123 points away and that is really not a lot for Nifty when you're talking about a monthly term because, you know, it's it's pretty much got 30 days to to make whatever move that it wants to. Uh, not 30 days because the weekends will go away, but the markets are still on air quotes on weekends because uh, the markets are, after all, a combination of all of the investors. And as long as the investors are alive, the markets are figuratively alive. At least that's how I look at it. So that is what I feel about Nifty now. Without further analysis paralysis of Nifty, we'll jump into Nifty's top gainers. And the top gainer, again, smug, smile, massive, grinning face, um, was Yes Bank. 70.30 rupees closing, 23.77 points up. And in fact, it was 30 plus points, uh, 30 plus percent up. And that is ridiculous, in my opinion. Highest volumes, 83.69 crore was the volume for Yes Bank. And it suddenly shot up. Actually, if you look at the intraday chart, just Yes Bank just shot up after those after that news came out of those of that 1.2 billion dollars in secured funding for the bank. And naturally, that is going to be a very favorable news, especially because Yes Bank investors were in two minds whether it will go up whether it will go down what is going to happen now that that's cleared up uh you know there, there's just a lot of potential that's been seeing and uh i've actually been talking about yes bank a lot in the past few episodes um pretty much since the beginning of this podcast if you think about it really and the reason for that is very simple it was at a technical support zone it is not because I knew insider information. It is not because I knew anything else that the general public did not. In fact, I've just been in this uh, air quotes game for a few months. But it's just that I, I saw that support zone. And unlike what people were saying that it looks like there's a negative euphoria. Uh, I, I just said that, hey, it's at a support, a support zone. It might just jump up. And it does not work all the time. Infratel is another stock where I'd said that it is at a support zone, it might go up, it actually went down further. So it was definitely a risky pick. But the fact that it was just 20, 30 rupees at the time made it purely worth it. So, you know, sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. But as it stands, it also it also has 50 MA support. Yes, 50 MA support, the very 50 MA, which was giving it resistance has now become a support. So that's Yes Bank. And oh, real quick, 32 advances, 18 declines for Nifty. The next gainer for the day is another stock that we have been talking about previously, but we haven't talked about it in the past, last week or past few weeks. That is Z Limited, up 
10.78% closing at 260.50. The top gainers for the day, both in double digit gains, looks like. And the reason for Z Limited is also very sim- sim- similar to Yes Bank. It is at a support zone. And the thing is, it wasn't as linear and didn't shoot up as quickly as Yes Bank because it's sort of consolidated at that support resistance level, deciding whether it needs to shoot up or down. Uh, the good thing is that it shot up on the upside instead of going down. But that is what uh, Z Limited is. The top loser for the day for Nifty is JSW Steel down 2.86%, closing at 227.70. And the reason for that is because we saw a hammer pattern yesterday and it, it was at the resistance zone. So that should have been an indication to uh, exit your existing positions for JSW Steel or sell it whatever you prefer, or do nothing and just observe the price movements. So that was JSW Steel, the top loser for the day. The next one is IOC, down 2.14%, closing at 144 rupees dot. And looks like it was saved by the moving averages because we because we saw the general prices for IOC falling quite a bit. In fact, the day's low was 143, which is, which is I'll, I'll just try to pull up the chart for it. I know I don't pull up the charts because it takes a lot of time, but IOC, I, I really saw a very interesting pattern for it. And the day's low was 143.65, the day's high was 148, and it's closing at 146.80. I don't know why IOC here is showing 144, but the diff- the distance between the low and the close is just ridiculously high. And that shows that it was just a lot of support at lower levels. And we talked about resistances at upper levels, at higher levels for Nifty. This is support at lower levels for IOC, which is generally a good thing. But again, IOC is a news-based stock, so I'd avoid it uh, if you're getting into it or if you're planning to get into it. And with that, that is it for Nifty's gainers. Now, coming to Bank Nifty, we've got a very clean thing. Now, uh, Bank Nifty has been on a pretty much steady uptrend, much steady compared to Nifty is what I uh, saw since october starts so i was just doing something if you would have bought uh, bank nifty's october future at the start of october you would have probably bought it for approximately 27 200 or so and uh when it closed well 27000 something something when it actually closed today when the exp- when the when the future expired you would have made a cool 10% in a month and you could have also captured the individual downsides you could have captured the previous fall all of those things included so very very linear uh, increase in fact it's respected that eight moving average very clearly i'm sure if i draw a trend line it's going to stick to it to the t but where it is at it also faces that uh, you know, uh, shooting star pattern is what I rec- recollect if it's called a shooting star pattern, but basically the pattern that is showing is not good. So it does have resistances. It, in fact, it filled in that gap that we were talking about yesterday. And now it's, it's obviously created another gap today and it's partially filled that into yesterday's doji is still, uh, you know, in a gap from day before yesterday. So we might see it being filled completely at approximately 29,800 or so. Uh, In fact, I would not rule out 29,600 to 29,700 levels for Bank Nifty because that is where the previous support is at. That is where the 8 moving average is at. 
with that being said if we look at a broader term if we look at the monthly chart of bank nifty it looks much more promising than nifty if i'm being honest in fact bank nifty in general this time oddly looks more promising than nifty it closed above eight moving average which is great however it has a pretty smooth ride at least till 30800 or so on the monthly chart again so on a broader time frame it's got a pretty smooth ride the resistances will start coming in at approximately 31000 31500 approximately at those levels again this is a broader time frame i'm talking about this coming month so if you do not see those levels tomorrow if you do not see those levels on monday do not say that hey you told that 31500 i'm talking about the end of november or in or during november rather so keep that in mind um with that being said i do feel there is a possibility for it to touch those levels definitely whether it'll actually make an all time high this month really can't say because it's already gained a lot compared to where it was 2 months ago compared to where it was in august it's gained a lot it's actually completely reversed what we saw in august it's almost catching up to those previous july levels and i feel that if the news is good such as yes bank if in general banking is reassuring then we should see those levels in fact we might see it sustain above 31000 by the end of this month easily however if the news is not good if that uncertainty is going to remain then i honestly doubt if we'll see those levels uh, maybe a touch and go but whether it'll sustain at those levels i really can't say and that is honestly it for bank nifty uh, again nowadays it looks like the individual stocks the underlying stocks are influencing the direction more uh, and i'm saying direction because again um, the underlying stocks of bank nifty and nifty moved a lot today in fact as i said for nifty the top two gainers were both in double digits in terms of percentage change but nifty was actually flat at 33.35 in fact it was below the day's open so uh 33.35 is the gain from the previous close if you're wondering it's not the closing price obviously so that means that the general direction is being indicated by the underlying stocks however the amount of movement was not indicated by uh you know the underlying stocks today at least similar case with nifty uh, nifty bank it closed at 30066 up 78.75 points again it is a very very narrow move for uh bank nifty in general especially for a monthly expiry but that also makes me feel that tomorrow is going to be a wild day and talking about wild days and wild moves what a wild day for sbi bank which is our top gainer for bank nifty if we do not count yes bank i'm not going to count yes bank because we've already covered it sbi bank up 7.8% closing at 312.50 and again great move um if <laughs> we, we were actually talking about whether it will sustain a breach of 50 ma it has now breached the 200 ma line and that is ridiculous however i do not think it will be able to sustain that because in the past it has attempted to breach that 200 ma line after a spurt after a sprint but it has turned back shortly after in fact it turned back on the very next day so that might also happen i'm completely uh you know expecting that if that does not happen then that's obviously great but i do feel that there might be other reasons if it actually continues going up rather than purely technical ones 
So SBI Bank, great move, but on the lookout if it does go down. Do not uh, do not think that it's going up. So now it should continue go up because that do that does not seem to be the case. Uh, ideally, I'd have just talked about SBI Bank in our days gainers, but since RBL Bank is the next gainer at 7.3% up, closing at 309.50, I'm going to talk about that also purely because RBL Bank was also at a support zone and now it has actually breached its previous resistance where it turned back. So honestly, a beautiful move by RBL Bank this time and it really shows that these support zones can work wonders and the beauty about these support zones is that you do not require any indicators. You can look at these zones even if you are looking at purely the charts. So that's the beauty of it. And, uh, you know, if you haven't tried it yet, I do recommend trying it out. Just purely, just look at the pure price charts. In fact, we were doing it earlier when I went much more in depth in my analysis. Um, but you should definitely try it out if you haven't already. The top loser for Bank Nifty was Axis Bank, down 2.05%, closing at 7321 uh, by the way, these closing prices are the last traded prices. It's not the closing price. And the reason for that is because I'm using NSE's website for all of these because for some weird reason, my charting platform has decided to take a dump on me. So uh, I'm forced to use all of these, you know, LTPs rather than the uh, previous close. So do bear with me. Um, anyway, so Axis Bank... And looks like the gap resistance came into play here. And I feel that it might go down further, might chill at that 200 MA line for a bit, purely because uh, it might be finding supports at this point where it's at. The next loser for the day is HDFC Bank. Looks like it is in a strong resistance zone pretty much after its split. So after that 1 is to 2 split, looks like it's it's in a very bad resistance zone. However, where it is at, it looks like it's at that 20 MA support zone and since it's faced a pretty tough resistance at that level i'm expecting some good things to happen soon because hdfc bank again is one of the good banks again air quotes because that's what i've been told by a lot of people that's what i've been seeing it's very steady it is a nifty and bank nifty mover so hdfc bank it's unusual to see it do this bad and uh, that is that is one of the day's losers. Looks like ICICI Bank was also a loser. By the way, HDFC Bank down 1.47%, closing at 1230. ICICI Bank was also down. And ICICI Bank, this is going to be a live analysis because I missed out ICICI Bank when I was doing my previous analysis. But that's fine. I'll just quickly run through it. I know I'm, I'm, this, this, this episode has been stretched a bit too much, but I do apologize for that. And looks like it has turned back after making that previous high, it was unable to sustain those high levels. In fact, it is now below that spinning top that I talked about two episodes before this one. So in the 51st episode, I believe now it is at eight MA support. So if it does respect them, then if it does respect that eight MA line, then great. If it does not, then it might fall even further, possibly to that, to, to that 450 level. In fact, I'd previously mentioned that it will quite possibly make an attempt to, uh, you know, chill at that 8MA level uh, in the 51st episode itself because it was a, the distance between the current price and that 8MA uh, line was quite, quite big and it generally likes to slide, glide along those prices. So 
There is that ICICI Bank closing down 1.53% at 463.95. And with that, we'll move on to quite possibly, uh, you know, the most interesting segment for the day and that is my trades. Alright, so the very first trade that I took was I exited just a dial that I had taken yesterday. And the reason for that is because I needed the extra uh, margin. So I exited it and I bought it back intraday. Intraday gives you more margin, which is why I did that. However, it failed. So it turns out exiting it was the right decision because it was... So the reason why I actually bought it back is because it was sustaining those 600 levels. Once it actually fell below those 600 levels, I immediately exited it and booked whatever loss was there. So that is what happened. Ultratech cement, it was at a support zone, which is why I bought it. And from there, it hopped up a pretty sizable jump, if I remember correctly. I partially exited it at 4125, if I remember correctly. However, my order was not completely filled because I was taking equity instead of futures uh, due to the lower lots that I'm you know, obligated to buy because I can buy how much ever I want of equity. I don't need to buy in lots. So that's why I took Ultratech equity and not future. And I bought it at a support zone, partially exited at 4.125. Reason for that is because I was going to do a complete exit, but the order was not filled. So I was stuck with uh, a certain percentage of uh, of shares of Ultratech, which I exited after because uh, thankfully the price actually increased from there, which is why I was able to exit a bit higher than that. I believe 10 or so points higher than the previous price. And after that, it was a slow day for a bit. Then I shorted Bank Nifty Future. I shorted it once that Yes Bank news had died down. Once I saw Yes Bank was no longer uh, chilling at those 75 levels. I, I thought that, hey, this looks interesting. It's actually going down. Bank Nifty also was unable to sustain those levels, which is why I shorted it. However, pretty much the moment I shorted it, it, it fell down. I was, I was glad because the trade worked. But it reversed soon after it actually went up by a bit and my stop loss was hit. I tried to be pretty strict with my stop losses. So I exited it immediately and, uh, you know, it fell down again by a bit, which is why my father actually recommended going in for a put. And that is what I did. I, I longed a put, an ITM put, not an OTM put. And coincidentally, or I, I wouldn't say coincidentally because that my reading turned out to be correct, but Bank Nifty actually sh crashed from there. It, it just took a massive dump. And from plus 280, plus 380, something like that, it went down to plus two digits, basically. So I was able to make a decent gain on that. Unfortunately, I exited it prematurely. It was according to my system. I was trying to cut risks because I wanted an overall positive day, which was the case. So that's great. But even after I exited it, it went up by 100 or 150 points. I'm talking about the option. So it was just crazy how it moved. And the good thing is that the day was positive. The day ended in positive. The bad thing is that there were a few trades which I could have avoided. I, But, you know, the good thing, uh, you know, one of the good things is that I am glad I could stick to that stop loss because ultimately, and this is something that is plastered on my whiteboard right now, and this is something that I've learned from Jocko Willink, if you've heard of him, if you haven't, do check him out. And that is discipline equals to freedom. I was disciplined enough to exit at my stop loss, and I did. 
and i just re-entered the position when it was working so that is what happened overall positive outcome which is good individual trades you know happens so that was it for this episode again uh really hope that you liked it the interesting thing is that a lot of y'all have been messaging me which is great so please continue doing so i am again as i have always said i'm a very approachable on my social media handles at indian markets with kr and at markets with kr um i'm not talking about these i'm not plugging these in purely to increase my followers because let's be honest not a lot of people listen to this even if all of you all follow me it really won't make a big dent in my follower levels i won't suddenly become a verified influencer but what it does is it helps you guys learn a lot more and it helps me uh you know give you all what you actually want because that way i can interact i can see what is working what isn't working and accordingly i can make adjustments so that was it for this episode this was i know this was not exactly an expiry special in fact um not particularly happy with this episode if i'm being honest because i did feel that there were a few mistakes but that's fine you know uh you win some you lose some i guess the stop loss for this podcast was hit but that's all right tomorrow i'll be back stronger than ever and uh tomorrow or day after one of the two but hope you like this one hope you learned something new and uh you know hope you follow me on those platforms and let's engage happy trading